This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Oh, baby, it's cold out there, and the Wolves are playing late at night against the L.A. Lakers. And that's one topic of conversation, but the other is what happened today over at Target Center. There was a small gathering for people that had been a part of Tom Hanneman's life and of course we lost him last year broadcaster in this market for 46 years I got to know him when he was at WCCO TV moved on joined the Timberwolves when they started and um, today they unveiled the Tom Hanneman media room and it's um, it's really a fitting tribute Jeff Munich he has been with the Timberwolves as well since their start and knows Tom very very well and he joins us now uh, he's out the arena getting ready for the Timberwolves game against uh, uh, the LA Lakers. Jeff Immunes, thank you for joining us. Hey, Maxie, how you doing? Can you hear me okay? I can hear I, you I, just I, fine. You sound great. Uh, you know, I, I got to tell you, I went over there thinking that it would be a, a kind of a simple unveiling, and um, I, I was moved to tears more than once today. It was, it was. Um, you know, we, we never had a funeral for Tom. We never had a memorial service because, you know, he's lost during COVID like so many people. And today, I think at least some of us got a little bit of that. But but it, boy, it sure tugged at the heartstrings, didn't it? Oh boy, did it ever! You know, and we've had a number of uh, former staff members and friends of the Hanneman family uh, come into town last night. So there's a get together last night. There's a get together for breakfast this morning. Uh, there's obviously the dedication this afternoon, which is really special. Uh, you know, I felt so good for the family. I mean, it was just going to be such a great memory and a dedication to the Hanneman family and. You know, over the course of last night and today and tomorrow, we're going to get together again tomorrow. The stories are flying of the legend of Tom Hanneman, mm. you know, who's one of the most kind and humble and generous people you could you could come across, but also the funny, driest humor of all time. And we have so enjoyed, you know, reminiscing about some of the Hanny stories. Yeah, well, you know, you guys were there from the onset. Yeah, I mean, the early years... Um, you know, Tom always used to tell me there was nothing like the early years of the Timberwolves. I mean, it was Bill Musselman. It was the NBA comes back to Minneapolis. It was the Metrodome. It was uh, a new voice called Kevin Harlan. It was, I mean, it was everything at, at once, and it, it, it was cool, but it was learning on the fly. What do you remember about that time and getting to know him? Well, you know, it, so I started when I was a young buck. I was 22, 23 years old, and, and here I was, a kid from Lake City, Minnesota, growing up, and obviously you didn't have the sports properties and all the social media aspects that you have today. So you read the newspaper and you watched WCCO sports, right? There you and go. So it is one of those things where as a young kid, I, I couldn't believe I was working with Tom Hanneman. I remember the first time I met him, I'm just like, Oh my goodness, that's Tom Hanneman from WCCO. He's a legend. And now I'm working alongside of him. But from the get go, 
he just took all of his young pups under the under his wing and kind of taught us a lot about the industry and here's how you talk to people and he's just again so kind and so generous with his time and he wanted success for us because that was going to make the organization successful but at the same point we became friends instantly just because of that dry humor and just just his kindness that he showed toward us toward us and and so all the different stories that we have again that we've shared the last couple of days it's just been such a great trip down memory lane with Annie. Yeah, and and you know the you only not very often you get to be the part of a franchise that starts. You know that doesn't happen very often in anybody's career uh, to get to be you know on the ground floor. Uh, generally speaking, if you work for a franchise, it's already in place in this day and age. Uh, but you know the Musselman years were something. Uh, you know that when I say it, I know you smile. I mean, you and I used to play uh, pickup ball with Eric at the uh, Arena Club, you know, back in the day, and he was like his sure dad, did. and we had great battles back there at, uh, at you know trying to keep the court and all that. I mean, that was just a, a sidelight to it. But but you know, to live those things, you need somebody. And Tom is one of those that that can can take his work seriously and then laugh at everything at the end of the day too. And and boy, is that necessary when you're going through those things? Oh, it certainly is. And, and you know, back then, you know, we had 18 months to get the franchise solidified. We had to sell 10,000 season tickets. We had to sell a certain number of sponsorships and publications. And and so we we're adding staff along the way. But it's kind of crazy. So. We were all hired June 20 of 1988. So there's 35 total staff members back then. Today, we have almost 200 on staff. Wow. So it shows the evolution of the sports industry. Well, back then, we did everything. You know, we, we were selling publications. We were selling sponsorships. We were pulling tickets. We were, uh, you know, taking tickets out. We were, and back then, you, you got to remember, we didn't have cell phones or we didn't have computers. So it was all manual. And so... Get on the yeah. phone every day, huh? Or, or try to meet them for lunch. Yeah, you know, it's just crazy thinking about it because we're just our hairs on fire and we were running by the seat of our pants and you just did everything. But yet the camaraderie that we had between the 35 or 40 of us and then all of our spouses or girlfriends and boyfriends that we'd bring along to all these events to help us. I mean, those friendships are lifelong. And, you know, I just I just look back at those times as my most fond memories because I always love all the firsts of the Timberwolves. You know, the, the first day, the first win, the first playoff time. You know, and all those things are really special, and we had a lot of those with Tom. Yeah, and you can only do that, Yeah, like I said, once you're on the ground floor. But uh, Tom Hanneman was, and people maybe don't know this, but but uh, I worked side-by-side side with him, so I knew it very well. He was a hockey guy, not a basketball guy. He he, he was, uh, you know, grew up in southwest Minneapolis and, you know, the the, the Olympics and the Herb Brooks and, the, you know, all that went with it, uh, the North Stars. And, I mean, he loved the, the, the covering hockey more than basketball. And so this opportunity came up, and, and I, I don't think that he thought when he took it that it was going to be some long-term thing. Well, you know, 30-some years later, it was. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, and I just remember going down, and again, those guys were so gracious to me, and still some of my best friends of this day, Charlie Frank, Doug Westerman, Skip Kruger. They were all there today. Oh, it, it was so great to see them and spend some time with them last night and today, and we'll, we'll again tomorrow. But, it, it, you know, they used to say, come on down the studio and just, just hang out with us down there. So I got to see how professional they were during that process but also how much fun that they had down there too. And we, we've talked about it before. I think Maxie where you know, sometimes we wouldn't have too many callers calling into the, to the show yep. or calling in during the quarter break. So can he be down the studio pretending he's some fan with a, with a made up name and disguised mm-hmm. voice and 
he be calling into Harlan talking about the game? Or <laughs> I do ripping, remember that. He'd be ripping back and forth about a made-up sponsor and who the waitress was that they they ate at that sponsor location. And I'd be down there just cracking up. And But just seeing how hard they worked and how great they were at that craft, but how much fun they had, it was just the best. Yeah, Tom tells the stories. You know, He told them much better than I, but how they'd be on the West Coast. And early on, Timberwolves aren't winning a lot of games. And, and I don't, they're not a novelty, but certainly you know, it, it's more based around home games because people uh, want to see the NBA up close. And if they win or lose, doesn't matter at this juncture because they're not going to be good for a while. So they'd be out West playing Sacramento or Golden State, and it wasn't Golden State like it is today. And he says, Tom, uh, Kevin and I would get on a roll about something. And we'd look at each other and go, I think this time we went over the line. We're in trouble this time. And he says, I don't know how many times we oh, thought, uh-oh, we're going to get suspended or something because we the team was terrible and we got so far off the beaten path. But I think people really appreciated that. Oh, I, I remember there's times when I'd be down there and just hanging out with those guys as, you know, just, just a young buck and just kind of soaking it all in. And all of a sudden, you know, they'd be going back and forth between each other and Kevin Hart would say something to Tom, just say like, "Hanny, you know, when we were on the when we were on the Timberwolves caravan, we ate up at that old country buffet up in Virginia, yep. and you could see Hanny looking at us like, oh boy, here we go, here we go.' And then, he, and then Hanny be like, "Yeah, you're right, it was Virginia, and it was on Pine Street, wasn't it?" And then yep. Harlan would say, "And Gertrude was our waitress, yep. and we had mashed potatoes, and yep. we had steak, and they would just riff back and forth, and we'd just be dying laughing, and those guys would keep a straight face somehow." and work through the broadcast. So, yeah, they had a lot of fun, and I think there were days where both Tom and, and Kevin would kind of go, oh, boy, we probably crossed the line. Right? We're done. <laughs> Last question to you. You know, in this COVID now, and here we go again, it's rearing its head. Anthony Edwards not playing tonight. <coughs> Said to Russell Westbrook out. Uh, what's it like to sell tickets? Did you get a lot of questions right now in the organization about it, about protocols, about what were we at with that from our, our, our consumer base? Yeah, great question, Maxie. And, you know, tonight is a great example. We, we are sold out, and there's not a seat to be. Where are we at with that from our, our, our consumer base? Yeah, great question, Maxie. And, you know, tonight is a great example. We, we are sold out, and there's not a seat to be had. And we've been sold out now for a couple of days, and we're super excited to welcome all those fans into Target Center again. And it's going to be an electric atmosphere where, again, we're dedicating uh, a halftime to Tom, and we're going we're gonna to recognize he and his family, and that'll be really cool. But I, I think right now we got this thing rolling a little bit again, and there's been so much interest coming back to the club. And one of the things I've really noticed this year is that how much Timberwolves gear is in the stands versus other teams. Yeah, and that That's is something you watch closely because the barometer, let's be honest, there have been a lot of nights there where you go, ah, you know, they're all excited because Carmelo Anthony's here or Steph Curry's here. And, and you, all you got to do is walk the skyway to figure out who they came to see. No doubt. And, I, you know, one of the things I've really noticed is how much gear is being into the building and then being sold at the store. And I've noticed that all throughout the season. And there definitely is a more, uh, I, I, I wouldn't say this in a bad way, this is really a positive way, a boisterous, fun, enthusiastic energy inside the building that the level of excitement and enthusiasm in the building has not been there, you know, b- before this year. And I think part of it is the way we played. Now, we had a tough road or homestand this last week, so hopefully we get this back after two really nice road victories, and we welcome the Lakers back here with a victory tonight. 
Munes, appreciate it very much. You you are a class act, and uh, I just enjoy running into you anytime and having you on anytime I can find an excuse to do it. But thank you so much for uh, reflecting on a special man and, and for bringing us up to date on the Wolves as well. My pleasure, Maxie. Anytime. Good to see you today at the dedication, and we'll hopefully see you over the weekend here too. You will, for sure. Jeff Munichy, nice enough to join us, one of the original charter members of the Minnesota Timberwolves staff as we know it. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.